Welcome to Gen X Factor. In today's episode, Bach loses an argument with ChatGPT, Monk contemplates growing dreadlocks, and we learn how to run a podcast in our 50s. Welcome back. Once again, we're two gentlemen navigating the world today with wisdom from yesterday, a little rough around the edges for today's youth, but determined to forge forward curiosity and a desire to make a positive impact to those around us. Hi, I'm Bach. I grew up as a military brat. That means I lived around the world, everywhere, all over the place, moved every couple of years. I love being a dad. I love working on my Jeep, technology, and geek culture. And I'm Monk, raised in the 1970s in rural suburbs of Massachusetts. Appreciate everything from Waylon Jennings to Aerosmith. I love Aerosmith. Bye, uh, Monk, how you doing? This is our first podcast. I'm super excited. Same here. Nervous and excited, yes. <laughs> so uh, for those of you that might be watching, we have no idea what the heck we're doing. We're uh, just trying this out. This is our first one. We've had a few uh, false starts, but we think that this is going to be great. We think that we have a lot to add. Um, we have our thoughts uh, you know, Monk, we've been talking about this, um, that, you know, at, at our age, we both are 53 and uh, it's it's tough to navigate in the world today. You know, we're kind of in those tweener modes. We're not old men. Some people might think we are. My daughter, my 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 young daughter just said that she thought I was not old when I mentioned it. But uh, we're 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 kind of in that tweener stage. We're not ready for retirement. We're not ready to kind of just fade off into the sunset. But the world has changed a lot, and it's really interesting for us to, to try to navigate through it. Yeah, I agree. And I think that'll come up with a lot of the conversations of how we see things. And it's, again, like you just said, it's changed a lot. Let's, let's face it, there's 19 big changes since then. So, you know, our perspective of where we grew up in the 70s and the 80s, coming into full fatherhood, parenthood, and then the world changed in 2019 and so on and so forth. How do we do that today? And let's, you know, full transparency. We've been trying to get this together for six months now, about six months, right? So it's a yeah. figure. We're, we're in the world of technology. We That's our career, right? We're, we're still struggling. We're still trying to figure it all out. Um, although we're in technology, it's not necessarily based on social media, but, you know, getting the gear together and trying to wrap our hands around all that. You know, you, you bring up a good point is I, I, you know, I mentioned us being tweeners and, and the Gen X in general being tweeners. And you and I are kind of on that older side of Gen X. You know, I think Gen X started around, I don't know, 66 or so. Um, so that would mean people that are, you know, 56 or so right now. Um, and, you know, you and I are both pretty technical. We have technical backgrounds. Um, I've been in engineering, uh, software design, networking and such for a long time. You've been in IT and now, you know, run technology groups. Um, but this is still a challenge for us, right? You know, and so I can only imagine our peers. I have people my age that, you know, look at a computer and think of it as this like thing for kids. You know, I'll let my kid show me how to do it, right? Yeah, but if you think about it, right? So it's technology that everybody talks about accelerate faster and faster and just to grasp that right you have this, this this technology i mean you you started off a lot earlier than i did you started off 
I think in the mid seventies, right? Getting your hands on technology. I don't think yeah. I actually got my hands on technology until about a decade later in the mid nineteen eighties. Really didn't grasp the power of it until probably the nineties. Um, but then it, it you know it, look through the seventies and eighties and how kind of like the wheel was turning, it was turning a little faster, a little faster. And today, I mean, it's it's moving, it's moving along. Things change constantly. I mean, again, you and I work in the technology field. But it's all, you know, not to get bored the crowd too much, but it was all data, you know, uh, data centers and, and server boxes. That's all gone today. I mean, you think of microservices and everything's in the cloud and, and social yeah. media and how that all progressed. It's it's tough to keep it up, even if you're in the industry. And then, you know, circle back. Now we're coming here. <laughs> it is. And I mean, there's no better example than uh, what I used in the intro was ChatGPT. Six yeah. months ago, unless you were a super geek, you had no idea what ChatGPT is. And now it's in the news every day. Yeah. And it's a uh, and it will make a, as it and and other generative AI technologies. We'll talk about what that is in a later episode, maybe. But those technologies will change the world more in the next year than the internet or yeah. the VHS tape or the cell phone did over a ten year period. It's really that big of an impact. Um, and every company I know is figuring out how to implement it, how to use it. Microsoft has invested billions of dollars. Um, into this as kind of a, a technology experiment. Um, and now Google, the search engine, uh, you know, champion is is starting to fall behind and is worried that Microsoft and Bing, of all things, are going to eat their lunch. Yeah, uh, yeah. AI, all of that is, is moving so fast. I mean, you look at people that are leaders in, in what we say, the technology uh, companies. That, I mean, Elon Musk, right? He's saying... Hey, let's slow down. Let's slow down. People are worried right. it's going to traction and just take off. You know, what's it going to do to, to our to our tech jobs and, and other ones across the board? You already have manufacturing facilities today that can pretty much run on their own. I mean, I have uh, other neighbors and colleagues of mine that work in these warehouses where you have these little trucks going up and down. And it's no longer people sorting things and bringing things to boxes. It's a it's a lot of it. You know, all done by automation these days. Absolutely, and you know, I've done tours of of UPS and FedEx um, as part of what I do for a living. And um, same thing, right? You know, Amazon, FedEx, all these logistics companies are so automated um, and it's just going to get more so. Um, So, you know, uh, as our first episode, we decided we didn't build a script. So we actually did build a script and then we we moved it aside and said, you know what, that's too much for the first episode. We're just going to try to chat and, and get to know each other. Well, we know each other really well, but get you to know us and and really talk things through and you know freeform. So one of the things I'll say is you'll notice there's a URL down there, you know, genxfactor.com. You can go there, you can send us an email. It's info at genxfactor.com. Or you can if you're watching this on YouTube or in uh, on your, your favorite podcatcher, uh, put a put some notes in the chat, um, in the in the comments. Let us know the kinds of things that you know that you want to hear. Whether you're Gen X or whether you're, you know, a prior generation or a newer generation, you know, if you're a, a baby boomer, millennial, uh, you know, uh, zennials or whatever you might be, what do you want to know as a Gen Xer? You know, how do you navigate through something? Um, as a uh, a newer generation, how do you interface and talk to Gen X? I mean, there's a, I hopefully more playful than anything else, but there is this this, you know, uh, rivalry between, for example, Gen X and millennials. Um, and you know, the, uh, the Gen X's are the grumpy old men or grumpy old ladies. Um, and the millennials are the, the, the kids that, 
you know, they don't want to work for a living or whatever. And all of those are really just generalizations. But sometimes they, they bring us into the real, you know, they, they, they come into play. And um, at the end of the day, every generation has something really significant to bring. Um, and so we want to talk to you about that. So please put some comments. We promise we will read every comment and every email. Um, and whether we respond or not, you can know that you are heard. Um, and we will do our best to respond as much as possible. If this thing blows up, you know, we don't have any expectations. If it blows up, it may be get harder and harder. But in these early days, I think we can respond to every single comment and email that comes in. Yeah, we, we just want to have fun with it. We want everybody to have fun with this. Uh, you know, again, a, a big learning curve for us and, and, and enjoying that path. Like, 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 like Buck just said, you know, we, we went through these scripts. We have a, I have a crash barrel of it. You can imagine all these scripts are, are crumpled up and thrown in there. And once we get a little more comfortable with our format and you know, our, our speaking personalities, uh, you, you'll know a little more. You'll see a little more of that fun come out. And John and I both have a really, what we consider, I'm, I'm sure that our children will not, uh, sharp, sarcastic wit about us. So, uh, you know, please, you know, feel free to, to add some comments and questions. Um, some of them will end up in that trash bin with our scripts. Some of them will be commented on in here. So uh, just have some fun with it. Absolutely. So uh, question for you, uh, Monk. When I was a kid, we, um, you know, at the lunch table, you know, we'd be sitting there and our, one of the big things that we would do is we'd go back and forth and it was playful insults. We called it busting. Yeah. Right. Did you guys do the same thing? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that what you called it? Did you call it busting? Or did you have a name for it? Oh, I'm sure that, uh, that my father passed on to me a name for it that I probably can't share here. Um, but yeah, there, it, it was. Being just a, a lot of, I mean, I also grew up, I mean, actually, I think you did as well. I mean, I grew up in a, in a military town. It was, a, it was a very large army base presence in the small town that I grew up in. And so our high school was, uh, it was probably 50% uh, local kids from two small communities. And the other 50% was all the uh, military kids that came and came, unfortunately, and, and, you know, it was good for us. We had to learn to be exposed to new people all the time these kids would come in and they would be there for a year or two. And sometimes they'd pass on. Sometimes they last for the whole high school period. Um, but yeah, I mean, so a lot of different personalities coming through a lot of experiences, uh, great exposure to, to the world for some kid like myself living in uh, rural uh, Massachusetts, seeing all these different diverse people come in um, experiences they've had uh, uh, and just dealing with those different personalities was always an experience. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. So I had the exact opposite side of the, so the same experience, but on the opposite side of the coin, um, being a military brat, you know, uh, a child of a military person. My dad was a career person. He retired from from the Air Force. Um, and we moved around all over the world. And I was the new kid that would come in. And, um, you know, for me, what that taught was, you know, how to get to know people and how to learn and, and get, you know, get into a group. Um, and it, I think it led to, some of my success in my career. Um, side note, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time, at least not in this episode on, on uh, military brats, but you know, I, I joined a lot of military brat groups when I used to, I'm not on Facebook anymore, but when I was and on Reddit and other places. And there's an interesting mix of people that come out of that. They, they're either super outgoing and you know, can meet people and, and integrate into almost any environment, or 
they're kind of closed off and it really impacted them the other way and they, they struggle with that. So I feel lucky in that I, I kind of fall into the former group and not, not the latter. Um, but, you know, it's interesting. And, and so, you know, being the kid that would come in, you know, we would see people like you that, you know, you had your friends and you knew each other, you know, you're 16 yeah. years old, your best friend you've known for 16 years, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, you know, it, you know, I, I know you now for a day and I got to come in and try to integrate and, and, and have a conversation with you and understand your, the terms you use, you know, moving to Massachusetts and hearing things like, well, that kid's wicked smart, you know, yeah. and, and things like that. Like, I have no idea what half the words were that, um, can, you know, it's, it's funny you say that. I, I'm not sure we have a, if it talked about that dichotomy of, you know, you being, you coming from that side and, and I being, you know, the local kid, but one crystal clear thing I always took away and, and was that these kids would come in and they, they were accustomed to being moved around quite a bit, right? You, I mean, yeah. look, you, you moved around quite a bit. So what we'd see is, like you said, there's usually two characters that came in. One was you just kind of sit back or she'd sit back and just kind of like observe and kind of take things in, and, you know, you know, meekly ask questions here and there. But then you had a very large segment that they wanted to come in. They want to make an impact right away because they knew this, this experience of theirs could be a one year. It could be two years. It could be, you know, only 18 months. But they wanted to make that experience theirs for that moment. So they came in really, uh, uh, the personality was very large at that particular time. Um, so it was always interesting seeing that dynamic. And, and I made great friends I'm still close with today. Um, I still also have that other side that was the neighborhood kids that we all um, grew up from. You know, my particular neighborhood was a lot of French Canadians that we all kind of grew up and playing street hockey and, and, and ice hockey. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was an interesting di dynamic. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and just to be clear, that's not how uh, Monk and I met. We didn't meet um, uh, through that whole high school military thing. We actually met later. We ended up uh, moving in across the street from each other. And I don't remember which one of us moved in first, but um, <laughs> we uh, uh, Jeff's landlord actually introduced us. She's a super nice uh, older lady, beautiful garden. And uh, she would talk to me as I would walk to my car and at one point, she she said, uh, "You should meet my friend and and uh, my tenant." And, and we started chatting. We went out, and had some beers, and ended up working together. And we kind of, you know, it's been I don't know what twenty five years. I was thinking today. I was I was I I want to take a guess. It was nineteen ninety eight. We met ninety seven ninety eight somewhere in there. Yeah, that's probably um, about right. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be that would be twenty five years. Yeah, crazy. Um, yeah. So that's almost half our life at this point, and. Um, I, so that's longer than I've known my wife. Uh, it's longer than you've known your wife. Um, yep. And uh, I don't think, honestly, I don't think I've had a relationship of any uh, other than my parents, you know, think, and you know, as such that that go that's been continuous for that long. Yeah. Um, you know, friends from high school, you know, because well, you you obviously do. I I don't because I I'm moving around. Uh, so much, you know, I've reconnected with people through social media and such like that. But, you know, uh, there was gaps there between that. And then, you know, for a lot of reasons, we'll probably never talk about it. Or if we do, it'll be a, on that special episode of why I left Facebook. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, so I disconnected with some of them. So you and I, you know, have this uh, and I and it's it's not to get mushy. It's a special relationship to me. Uh, you were the best man at my wedding. And I, uh, I really, you know, uh, I trust your judgment, which is what this is all about, right? Our, our, our feelings and, and 
slightly different perspectives, similar in some ways, different in others, and you know, bouncing ideas off of it. You came to me with a problem um, regarding your son at school. Uh, we won't get into details on it again, but and you asked my opinion on it. I've asked you opinions for, on you know raising kids and things, and slightly different perspectives, but similar enough that we can kind of talk about it. And so that's been great. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, and you know, I'm, I'm projecting down the road. It'd be interesting to bring in some of those characters that we met along the way just for, like, you know, quick little uh, uh, discussions and um, see how that goes, too. Absolutely. I love it. Um, we've had we've had quite a few characters in our lives um, <laughs> and and some some for the better and some for the worse. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So, any anything you want to chat about? I brought up a few ideas as we went through this. Uh, any any stuff that you want to go through? Yeah, so I, I, I'll I'll put these uh, these you know again. We'll learn this is along the way. We both have we're both fathers. Uh, we both have two children, uh, a boy and a girl, and, and married, and and have our own successful careers in our own right. Um, so you know we're we're struggling through this. Is you know we want to have fun with this. Yeah, but there's a lot of things going on in the world today that we have to be careful about how you know how you address it. We want to be as transparent and honest and open as possible, but you do have to be cautious of how you address some subjects. And some subjects, you, you may want to just kind of steer clear for a while until you, until the world calms down and you know where you stand on something. So we'll do our best to kind of address everything that comes across as comments or or um, questions. Uh, but there, you know, I, I'll say this that I'm not too shy away from talking about any topic. We may not get into them too deep. Some of them, you know, maybe just touch on them slightly, and then uh, make sure that uh, people feel they're heard, and 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 we'll move along. Um, so I just want to put that out there as, as kind of a, a precaution or or awareness about us. Yeah, it's a good point. Is you know, we we both have our our political feelings, um, and uh, we're we're probably not going to get too deep into some of that. But in today's world, you can't avoid all of it. Um, and so we'll do our best not to get ourselves canceled by whichever side of the, of the aisle, uh, one person might be on. Um, and I find that that, you know, sometimes each side can eat their own. So we're going to do our best to just kind of stay fairly neutral, but give our, our more of our generational, uh, spin on it. And, uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, I, th- I think we probably have enough, uh, uh, stories from our past, we would probably uh, uh, lament about <laughs> various, you know, somebody brings up a comment, oh yeah, that reminds me of a story once, you know, hate to be that yeah. old guy, that's going to happen quite a bit, I imagine. <laughs> it, 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 I'm sure it will, and you know, we're going to always have to, if we pause for a second to think, like, can I tell this story? Right. Um, there's well, a few the of those one, out there as well. Well, the other guy reminded you, hey Monk, you might not want to get through that story. <laughs> yeah, exactly, we'll do that. Yeah. You remember that time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's a few of those as well. I remember. Uh, I remember running through the the Salem Commons at one point. Uh, uh, yeah, that was fun. We'll, we'll tell, tell that story at a later date. Yeah. Um, so you know, uh, we've talked about families, and uh, you know, we met each other before we we met our wives, and obviously before we had our children and such. And so that's been a a big thing for us as. You know, we both ended up having kids a little bit later than some. You know, we were in our 40s when uh, our children came around. And, uh, you know, that was an interesting uh, thing for me. I actually, I did a lot of startups growing up, or not growing up, but in my early career. And so um, I think it worked out well for me to start the family later because I don't know if I would have done some of those startups if I um, if I had a family and children um, yeah. and, my, and when I exited the, the world of startups. But 
that was an interesting thing. And I think we might actually do an episode on specifically on having kids later in life and the pros and the cons. I mean, there's, there, there are pros and cons to that. Uh, you know, financially more stable. I was more stable when, uh, when my kids came around. Um, but you know, and you know, I, I see a situation where my kids are graduating and I'm in my sixties, potentially late sixties. And, uh, uh, that's a that's an interesting uh, thing to look forward to, uh, negative and positive. So we'll yeah. have to we'll we'll have a conversation around that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but um, uh, but we know each other's kids. We get together on a regular basis. Um, you know, I love both your kids. I love your wife. Um, you know, enjoy uh, spending time with them. Uh, we actually did a, a vacation together on your fiftieth. Uh, we went to the Grand Cayman Islands. Um, yeah, and brought the kids. That was a great. That was a peak experience. I think. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to do that again. A different island next time. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Walking along the beach late at night. It was a good time. Yeah. It was. Absolutely. <laughs> we weren't holding hands walking along. Might have been holding each other up. <laughs> not, but not holding yeah. hands. Yeah. yeah. Not uh, that's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, no, I remember uh, uh, my. I have memories specifically of my daughter. We went out to this one area where. There was a big shelf out, you know, a few miles out into the ocean and you could stand and still, you know, be chest deep in water. And they brought in st and stingrays were hanging out there. And so my daughter hanging out with the stingrays and get, getting a hug and a kiss from a stingray was pretty impressive. And yeah, it was a pretty I, experience. I still get uh, uh, by my wife about kissing the uh, stingray. Oh, that was a slimy critter. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, I think uh, I think we got a good handle on this first episode. We're we're a little over twenty minutes in. I I think what we're going to see is uh, if we do a free form episode like this, I think we'll probably see them being in the the twenty to thirty minute range. This is a guess. This is a, a, a mandate. Um, and I think that you know if we go by some of the scripts that we had laid out, I think those might hit closer to an hour. So we do want to hear from you, um, our audience, if we have any at this point. You know, are you looking for kind of a freeform conversation just with top of mind that's 20, 25 minutes long? Or are you looking for, you know, a segmented uh, session where we talk about top top news items, then we each, you know, we go through top 10 lists or top five lists? Uh, that is a big part of our plan, by the way, is to do, you know, top five action movies from the 80s and, uh, you know, top five power ballads and, you know, and things along those lines. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. But we again, we definitely want to hear from you on, on what you're thinking. Yep. Um, are you? Is there a topic? You know, like a top five? We talked about doing a number of top fives. Is there one that you're especially looking forward to? Probably movies. Probably the '80s. The '80s were a great, great uh, time for movies. I mean, obviously, I came from that era, so it's kind of close to me. I mean, if, if we were to go through music, I mean, I have such a diverse collection of music that it'd be hard to kind of nail down top five unless you were to start picking out genres. I mean, I listened for, like like I said in the intro, I listened to everything from Waylon Jennings to Aerosmith uh, to some, you know, the early uh, 80s rap when I first started hitting the mainstream. Um, not a lot of uh, hip-hop or rap these days, but, you know, it's pretty diverse. I mean, even some of the classical stuff or uh, some of the stuff you find online, I, I find, you know, the ambient stuff is... There's a lot of interesting to listen to. It's good background noise when I'm, when I'm working. Um, so that'd be really hard to narrow down top five or top ten for the music. But I think the mo the movies, the movies are, are really they resonate with me, and I still love them. I mean, I look forward to watching them with my kids when they get when they get a little bit older. My son's right about there right now, where I can bring in. I've been slowly bringing in a couple 
80s hits uh, movies here and there. But um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's right. I, I do think that we will we'll need to subclass those and, and, you know, like action movies or sci-fi movies or uh, or thrillers or something along those lines. And, and the same with music. Um, you know, funny story is is um, uh, we're both very lucky in, uh, in the wives that we found. And uh, both of our wives are a little bit younger than us. My wife's about 10 years younger. Um, and so she didn't get exposed to some of the movies, even though her, her brothers are all about my age. So she, she kind of peripherally got exposed to some things in the eighties and for her age, she's actually very aware of the eighties, but like, for example, she had never seen the Rocky or Rambo movie. So over the last uh, month, we've kind of worked our way through, uh, those, uh, and, uh, she, she loved them. She thought they were awesome. And even though, again, very diverse, you know, the first Rocky movie, when you go back and watch it is really, uh, 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 it's, a a drama. It's not an yeah. action movie. Right. But then yeah. you get into Rocky three, Rocky four, and it's still got those drama elements, but it's much more of an action movie. Uh, you know, more about the fight versus, you know, the background. And, uh, but they were surprisingly, well, I mean, Rocky was actually nominated for an Oscar, uh, maybe even one of you, but I, I know that it was, it was nominated for several. So, um, uh, if you haven't, uh, if you're if you're one of the younger generation, you haven't seen those movies, um, highly recommend them. Uh, and my wife just absolutely loved them. Yeah, something so that that, that spawns of a memory. So you know, you can't not talk about the the early, or the late mid to late seventies without talking about you know Star Wars or any of the sci fi movies that started really creeping up around that time. But right. something my wife's also ten years younger than me, and my son's uh, he's uh, gonna be fourteen this summer, and. They are huge Star Wars fans, and it was so much. I mean, I grew up with it. I remember playing on the dirt with the land speeders, and you know, when the characters came out, uh, doing all that. They are super fans beyond me. I mean, we, we will be watching a movie today, or rewatching an old an old movie, Star Wars uh, movie, and they'll be calling out characters' names, and then I'll be just, I'll be lost. I'll be like, how do they know this more than I do? But it's, yeah. it's, it's with every generation, it really does. So yeah, I think there's a lot of those movies from the '80s that just resonate. Um, a lot of the uh, what's the gentleman there that has a lot of the high school coming to age movies from the eighties. I forget his name. One particular. Uh, no. I'll think oh, of it. Yeah, sweet. Like Breakfast Club. Yeah, exactly. He did. A, he did a lot of. Well, I want to. So I know it's not John Williams. Them Star Wars music is, is in my head, but. Um, but yeah, a lot of coming to age. Sweet, you know, uh, sweet six, sixteen candles. Um, John uh, Hughes. John, John Hughes. John Hughes. There he goes. Yeah. Those resonate with, with any child between, you know, 15 and 16, 17 years old. I mean, they're really pivotal. And we're just, like I just said, we're about that time where I'll start introducing those, those movies to my son. Because um, I do, I think, I think they're poignant at, the, at that age. So great, great, great movie from that era. Yeah, you know, I mean, personalities are personalities in, in any um, generation. Um, I think... You know, well, and we'll we'll probably talk about a little more in depth. But you know, if you look at our kids' generations, which are, I don't know, the Gen Double A, I think is is what they're calling it. I don't know, they'll come up with a name, but I think it's I think because they got to Gen Z, I think our kids are are Double A. Um, but uh, you know, the, it's it's actually a bit more acceptable to be a geek these days if you are into to yeah. comic books or Star Wars or computers or you know those things are just normal. They're not they're not. Uh, you know, uh, nerdy things like they were when we were kids, um, you know, from, uh, but, you know, on the other hand, they've got social media and other pressures on them that we didn't have. So, you know, kind of an interesting 
uh, difference in the world today. Um, yeah. You know what? That's not something. To, go, oh, go ahead. No, it's a, it's a perfect. I mean, it's how it's flipped. I mean, you just mentioned the how. But again, going through high school, it, it, you know, I remember going by the computer room, and there was like, there wasn't that many people kid, kids interested in it because it was like, oh, that's the geek club class. Don't worry about that. You know, the, the floppy disks and everything, all that coming out there. But today, if you don't have that, you look at what, what, well, how are you not on social media? How do you not have that? It's just completely full, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, but, you know, what's interesting is um, one of the things that's really kind of clicked for me over the last several years is going places um, and seeing people ballpark my age. They call it 45 to 60 years old. And they're wearing nerdy T-shirts. You know, they're wearing Marvel T-shirts or Star Wars T-shirts. Yeah. Or other things. You see, I've got, you know, th this is my work background. I mean, the Gen X factor goes down when I, when I start work. But I've got the R2-D2 and uh, there's a Chewbacca and things like that. That's always there. And, uh, you know, it's just acceptable. It's okay. Right? Yeah. Um, and when, But when I was in high school, uh, I mean, kind of everybody likes Star Wars. But again, you know, certain things, you know, branded you as a nerd, right? You know, you're, you're good with a computer. And, and, right? Oh, you want to what? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Um, well, I think we covered a lot today and I think we, uh, hopefully you have a good feel of who we are. Not all the episodes are going to be like this. As a matter of fact, I think once we get our, our flow together, we'll actually have a bit more structure, but we do want to hear from you, our viewers, and um, hopefully we start getting some viewers. Uh, and what are your interests and what would you like us to talk about? Whether it's a top five list, whether it's a um, you know, a topic that you want us to talk about, you know, how to deal with certain things. And you know what, even if it's a challenging topic, we'll do our best to, to discuss it in a sensitive manner that doesn't get anybody canceled, but, but kind of talk about the meat of it as well. So please let us know um, what you want us to hear about. We promise that especially in these early days, we'll get back to everybody and, uh, and, and, and do that. So with, with that, you know, do you have any, any closing comments you want to no, I'm, I'm, again, I'm looking forward to the interaction. I mean, I, I like this, you know, you, you and I, I think we're probably an hour apart from each other. So we do talk to each other regularly during the week, but this interaction is a new development in, in kind of our friendship. So I'm looking forward to this, uh, sharing, you know, things in our lives independently and together we've gone through uh, with the world, with the social media world and getting uh, some of that feedback from them and uh, discussions, active discussions with people. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah, so much. I, I agree. So uh, with that, we're going to wrap up. And uh, one thing I just want to impart to everybody is that no matter what generation you're a part of, age is just a number. It might be a big number, but it's just a number. So go out and have fun, guys. Take Absolutely. Care. Thank Bye. you.